Jacqueline, what is the best thing that I can do to support my loved ones dealing with mental illness? Welcome to the Anxious Therapist Podcast. My name is Jacqueline and I am your host. I am a licensed mental health therapist, online anxiety coach, and I have anxiety and depression. I'm here to bring you raw, real, relatable content to remind you we are never alone. And today's episode is no different. How do we support people with mental illness? Are you ready? Let's do this. I get this question so often and I've addressed it in different ways throughout the podcast or on my social media platforms. How can we support our loved ones, the people that we care about, or just be kinder in society to people with mental illness when we don't fully understand it? And I've talked about how to use validating language, right? That you don't have to understand to offer support, okay? But today we're going to talk about something a little bit different. Today you might hear something that you don't necessarily want to hear. But that's what I'm here for. Literally talking about things nobody else wants to talk about, right? And you made the commitment to hear me out, (laughs) said or unsaid. So here we go. The best thing that we can do, and if I could tell everyone in my life and scream it from the rooftops, the number one thing that I would say is, don't feel sad for me that I have anxiety and depression, okay? Don't have pity for me. You, I don't even need you to like check in on me more often. Is it nice? Yes. But what would really be beneficial for me is one thing. If everyone else around me who cared about me did their own healing too. I would beg the people in my life to do their own healing if I thought it would make a difference. But I also recognize that this kind of work is something that you have to want for yourself. I can't want it more than you do. So I'm not going to try to convince anybody to do something. But that is going to be the number one thing that supports those of us with mental illness is when the people around us do their own healing work. Because the people with a mental illness, we already know we need healing. It's the neurotypical people who are maybe a little bit more well-adjusted or able to cope a little bit more um, healthy than we are able to, who don't think that they need to do healing. Or the people who believe they're neurotypical but have unaddressed issues that we can see because we have mental illness and we're very insightful, but they have yet to admit to themselves. When somebody asks, how can I support you? The first thing I want to say is, do your own healing. Heal with me. I need to know that I'm not alone and that this shit that sucks to bring up and process through and work on, that you're willing to do it too. That you're not just going to stand on the sidelines and cheer me on because as nice as that is, that only goes so far. But that you're willing to get in the trenches and say, okay, you inspired me. I'm going to schedule an appointment with my own therapist or I'm going to hire 
a coach of some sorts, a life coach or something to help me work through my shit. We all have shit. Whether you were diagnosed with mental illness or you're believing that you're completely neurotypical. Either way, there are things there that need to be brought to the surface and healed. That is the number one way that we can support each other. We can be reparented together. We can unlearn healthy narratives. We can heal generational trauma. We can make a difference for our future people who share this space with us. Whether it's your family, your friends, children, loved ones, it doesn't matter. Acquaintances on the internet. People are going to be positively impacted by you because you put in the work. So stop telling me you're sad for me. Stop telling me you know I'll get through this. Stop telling me that I'm stronger than I know. And show up for me and for yourself by putting in your own healing work. I want us to move forward together. And I'm willing to grow and evolve and make positive changes. And it sucks for those of us who are doing that and the people around us aren't. And we can't control that. We can't force other people to want this path. Because it's the path of greatest resistance. Like who would willingly choose that? Just us apparently. So what we're asking of people is so difficult. But man, do I just want to grab the people around me and shake them when they're offering me love and support and words of encouragement. And I want to say, you know what would really make a fucking difference? If I truly was not alone in this. If I knew that you were working to heal some shit from our past too. If I knew that you were in a safe space, judgment-free, where you had unconditional support as well and could challenge some of your narratives. That is what would make a difference to me. I hope this is making sense. You might be applying this conversation to a parent, a significant other, a best friend, a child of yours, right? There's a lot of people around us who we just wish would seek support and healing. Not only because they deserve it, but it would make our lives better if they did. I spent a long time in my last therapy session with my new therapist talking about this. How some a prompt she had had me reflect on from the previous session got me thinking. And as I was looking through my reflection, my, my journaling, I realized half of the things, probably over half of the things that I wanted to change in this relationship that she was having me reflect on were things that I cannot control. And that is why I want everybody to seek healing. Because that way, at least we both know we're headed in the same direction. That we're trying everything to grow together. That I'm not just having to heal myself but that you're willing to do it with me, okay? This could be for your boss, your coworkers, your, you know, whoever in your life. It doesn't feel good if it's a one-sided relationship. 
Okay. I think a lot of people, and this is totally just a guess, but I have this perspective and this perception that my family and close friends are like, oh, good for her. Yeah. She's always been a little fucked up. I'm glad she's getting what she needs and like in a really caring way. And that's great. I love that. Thank you for supporting me. But what would really mean everything to me would if be if those same people would look inward and go, I've, you know, people who I grew up with or my immediate family or close friends, if they would look at themselves and say, maybe I need to do that. I wonder if it would benefit our relationship if I also sought therapy and a safe space to work through them, some things. Because I know I have been far from a perfect daughter, friend, sister, wife, employee, okay? The difference is I'm doing something about it. I'm acknowledging the fact that I have anxiety and depression and some shit from my past, aka trauma, that I need to work through. Fuck, I want the people around me to do the same. Like, I'm getting heated right now. Because I, I want that for you so badly and selfishly for myself. Because right now, as I'm putting in all this healing work and I'm working through shit that other people have you know, been a part of these experiences and I'm going, why do you get off scot-free? Why do you just get to go about your life? And I'm the one who has anxiety and depression is so painfully insightful that I have to go to therapy. I have to work with a coach. I have to do my own healing every single day. And you're just going to walk around oblivious? Why is that fair? Okay, so I'll be honest. A huge part of this episode is me just getting something off my chest that I've wanted for so long to say. Because there are several people in my life who I could just, I wish I could just look at and go, why aren't you in therapy? Please go to therapy. It would improve our relationship. It would increase my trust and empathy in you. If I knew that you had some sort of insight as to our relationship or experiences that we've shared and you were willing to work on them. Like that would make me, you know, so selfishly, that would make it easier for me to move forward with you and let go of some resentments. Because what we really want is for the people in our lives to just acknowledge that they were imperfect too. I'm the first person to say, I know I'm not perfect. I've been a brat. I've been a jerk. I've said things I don't mean. I've pushed people away. I've withdrawn. I have not been present and engaged. Okay? You can't hurt my feelings because I already know these things. And I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. Let's not get it twisted. But I so wish that the people who want to support me the most would just do their own healing. Would just stand with me. I don't need you to stand behind me and keep trying to push me forward. Get your ass up here next to me. Stand with me and be willing to change and grow and evolve side by side. Fuck y'all. I don't even know if this is making sense anymore, to be honest. But I'm heated. When people ask, how can I support you? What do you need? 
I don't need more check-ins. I don't need more, you know, accountability or somebody to hold safe space for me. I'm learning how to do that for myself. What I need is for the people around me to heal too. And it's so far out of my control. It's frustrating. (sighs) If you feel me on this, if you are like screaming into the phone right back at me going, oh my God, yes, there are people in my life who I wish would do healing work too. I hear you. I'm right here with you. So far out of our control, but maybe, maybe just one person will listen to this episode and realize, oh shit, that might be me. I might be that painfully supportive person who is there for everybody else, but who is unwilling to look inward and do my own healing. That needs to change. And I don't give a shit if you do my program, Anxiety Deactivated. It's $44, right? (laughs) It's a 21-day guided program with a journal prompt that you can dig in on your own. I don't care if you do that. I don't care if you just start journaling and trying to be more insightful. I don't care if you hire a therapist or go visit your doctor. But if you are willing to put forth effort, that is what counts. And the people around you will see that. When you start a new diet or a new exercise program or you even start walking on your lunch breaks, you start telling people about it, right? Let's do the same for our healing journey. Let's talk about it. You know, I've started journaling and I'm just trying to reflect and do a little growth and it feels good or it's really hard, but I like it. Or I think I might start going to therapy. These are the conversations that we need to start having These are ways that we can be supportive and truly make an impact on our relationships with the people around us who we love the most. Like these are people that you love more than anything and you say you would be, you would do anything for them. Prove it. Show up for yourself. Do your own healing battle your own demons so that you can be more present and engaged and understanding with me, with the people around you, right? That's what we need. Those of us already on this healing journey, that's what we need from the rest of you. Thank you. Thank you for your understanding, your open-mindedness, and willingness to hear what I have to say and be challenged. Sometimes I get fired up and a little confrontational. (laughs) But that's on me. I'm owning that energy. I just want us to normalize healing. I want it to be more weird if you don't have a therapist than if you do. I want it to be more unheard of to not work with a coach than it is to hire someone to support you in your journey. We're rewriting history right now, and we all get to say that we've been a positive part of that. I think that's pretty fucking cool. I'm grateful for you. I want nothing but the best for you. So I think it's time to get started on your healing journey. Can't wait to see you in the next episode.